93.5 FM New Haven, streaming live at www.newhavenindependent.org, and broadcasting live from our offices on Elm Street. This is another episode of The Tom Ficklin Show with Tom Ficklin. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Lucy. Thanks so much for the... So Mandingo All-Stars or Mandingo Ambassadors? They're ambassadors, but I continue to call them All-Stars because we all kind of have our day in the sun and can kind of manage our own country and be king or queen as queens of our own country. So the Mandingo... And also All-Stars. There's a recent baseball All-Star game and those of you that are in the sports. I think the thing is... And I have Katura Bryant with me today. I think the thing is that we can just celebrate our being All-Stars on whatever battlefield or playing field we kind of choose to... To, to be on and I've asked Katora to kind of join me because there's a <clears throat> this particular battlefield slash playing field the dichotomy between life and joy and sometimes death and hope kind of springs eternal so I've asked kind of Katora to kind of join me we're going to talk about the battlefield of life the battlefield of joy the battlefield of addiction yes the, the the battlefield of pleasure and also I guess the battlefield of what does it mean to be human from the context of uh, addictions but more of a con- in the context of health and what is that delicate balance, that, that fragile balance between being a human being and, and, interact, and interacting with other human beings and not really being self-destructive? So, yeah, that, those are the metaphors that I want to kind of talk about. But I like the, the, big, the big sky kind of things. And I have Katori here, Katori Bryant, uh, to kind of bring me back down to earth because people can accuse me of being too metaphorical. <laughs> but I think sometimes we think and we have to remember we do think in metaphors, but in spite of the metaphorical kind of nature and philosophical nature, there are some practical things we can do to survive and not only survive, but, 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 but thrive here in, in this, this world, in this uh, United States, in this uh, Connecticut, in this New Haven. And Couture is with me to help me uh, ground, put my feet on the ground a little bit. We're going to talk about acupuncture, and that'll definitely keep me on the ground. Uh, we're going to talk about health. We're going to talk about yoga. She doesn't know we're going to talk about yoga, but we're going to mention what we're going to talk about yoga. We're going to talk about journaling. Just what does it mean the, about the spirit and the self and, and the wholeness and, and, and integration? All those words that I think are on everybody's mind, regardless of your your race or your class or your sex. So, so Katora, welcome this morning. Well, thank you, Tom. It's always a pleasure hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a chance to talk, believe it or not. The show goes for <laughs> goes 48 minutes. So, so at, after I shut up in, in a second, it's going to be on you. I might ask a few questions, but as okay. many of you might know, Couture, uh, you've been in New Haven. When did you arrive in New Haven? I arrived in New Haven uh, right after college. I had graduated from UConn, so I've been in New Haven, I will say, since 1974. Since 1974. And Couture, Bryant, and Couture, you, you recently... It was last year you retired, or this past. I retired from the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services. I was uh, had worked for Demas for thirty years. For thirty and, years, uh, and you're sixteen now. So that you yes. started, you were like prenatal. They used you as an experiment, and you kind of gave vibrations <laughs> when you're in your mother's your mother's belly. Absolutely. But Katora uh, worked for uh, for the for the state, which is which which is not going to happen, by the way, anymore for thirty years. That's 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 out the window. You think? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, but at any rate, we'll, we'll see who the next who the next governors might be. But thirty years, and and I'm halfway joking, and I will be a little serious as the 
the, the, the show progresses, but for 30 years to kind of be involved with addiction, recovery, mental health, really serving people. I mean, that's, that's a grind and not to be burned out and to be rejuvenated. We're going to talk about how she, she does that. And the, but the thing is, you're really not from my standpoint, retired. And we're going to talk about what she's doing now to kind of how these skills and these experiences have really been like laser light kind of imprinted in her mind Mm -hmm. as she moves forward. We're going to talk about her journey from, from Nashville to New Haven. Uh, And then we're going to this word called, and, and how do you pronounce it? Integrative? Integrative, integrative, integrative healthcare. I say that I knew I knew it was integrative. I guess like the kind of show that we all kind of just experiment with words, but yeah. like it's like the N word with the E G and the A R. No, I guess not. Okay, no, that, that's another show. Okay, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so what is it? The integrative, integrative, health. integrative. I like integrative, but at any rate, integrative. Well, you have to have integrity to do it as well. Oh, nice, nice, nice comeback. I see mm-hmm. the money I paid you to be nice is really. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. So, but but integrative healthcare and. We may have these adjectives to describe what it means to be holistic and the combination of the body, mind, spirit, but nonetheless, it's that balance and how do we, and, 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 you know, it's not just black and brown communities. If you're a human being on the planet these days, I think people are, we're at a health crisis, a mental health mm-hmm. crisis, a, even the spiritual crisis, some of my friends would say. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about a little bit, Couture, your, your family, you, you were kind enough to share with me your, your family tradition of being involved, traditional and non-traditional healing. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot on the plate. Um, Couture Brian is here. This is the Tom Ficklin show. We're going to go to like, oh, for 44 minutes. But where, where should we start? Well, I don't know. I would say let's uh, start at my, um, the influences. As a family therapist, you know, I always mm-hmm. want to start with the family perfect, influence. Perfect. The basic unit. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about my journey from Nashville to New Haven mm-hmm. and, um, you know, coming from a family of healers. And when I think about that, um, and the healing really kind of took place in many kind of different ways. It was really non-traditional. Um, my great-great-grandmother, she was mm. Native American woman, mm. and she was um, a medicine woman. And mm-hmm. she healed with herbs, and she healed with touch. And then she passed that on to my great-grandmother, we called Mama T. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mama T would, you know, her whole thing was just herbology and um i remember now, Nash- what's herb- herbology just dealing with herbs oh the herbs plants. okay the herbs and, mm-hmm. and the mixtures and the tinctures and yeah exactly applications mm-hmm. of them okay and um not so smoking I, though no okay. well though she did dip snuff and had a good aim at right. that okay but um you know she would we never had grass in nashville because i think there was too many kids in the yard mm-hmm. and my great-grandfather would do patterns in the dirt, which I come to understand is a West African mm. tradition. Mm. But um, she would always have along the perimeter of the yard different foliage, and whenever anything was going on, she'd go pick pick whatever she needed, um, and then she'd do her healing thing. And um, I attribute my life to her because I, I had Boy. pneumonia mm-hmm. when I was about 18 months, mm-hmm. according to my family folklore. And they had kind of given up on me. Western medicine had given up on me. And so my mother, my great-grandmother said, bring her home. And so she boiled whatever she was boiling for about three days and uh, cleared my lungs up. And uh, I'm here to testify to that. Amen to that. Amen to that. And Lonnie's glad that you're you're here today. Well, that's that's another show. That's another show. Okay, okay. (laughs) <laughs> you know, this is a fully transparent show. It sure is. Because <laughs> throughout, uh, li- listening to the Tom Ficklin show and, and Katora Brand is with us. Katora, tell me today, let's jump. We're going to kind of go between, and I'm really glad you opened that way. We're going to jump between like Genesis and, 
and, and Revelation. So we start okay. about the beginning. Tell me about now what, what you're up to and how people can contact you and what you're involved with. Okay. So I'm involved in a number of things since retirement. Um, I do, you know, one of the things that, um, that I got involved with during my career was um, integrating uh, the the intervention of um, ear acupuncture hmm. or auricular acupuncture and using what they call the NADA protocol, which is the National Acupuncture Detox Association protocol. Hmm. And it's something that they were using at Lincoln Hospital in the Bronx since mm-hmm. 1974, actually. Hmm. And Dr. Michael Smith was one of the pioneers in using it as an integrative tool to treat addictions hmm. and other behavioral health disorders. And I became a trainer. Hmm. I, I hmm. you know, I loved it. Um, I use it for myself, my family. Yeah. Um, I am really dedicated to treating um, clinicians and indiv- any individual that's dealing at any aspect of behavioral health. Mm-hmm. And um, so I do acupuncture trainings, um, and I have a couple of colleagues that I do this training with. Um, I have a private practice. I mm-hmm. do see people you. and individuals Good. and couples. How, how can people reach out and, and contact you in that regard? Um, I am working out of the Connecticut Healing Center in Hamden, mm-hmm. and their number is 203-288-HEAL, H-E-A-L, or 203-288-4325. Excellent, excellent. And um, I, you know, I'm also working with Strawn uh, Health and Wellness out of Berlin with mm-hmm. Dr. Um, Teo Carlos Strawn mm-hmm. and doing some work with him um, around acupuncture training, hopefully, and... Um, you know, just doing couples work and things like that. So there's a, a lot of boy, things boy. that I do in retirement. I think I'm busier now yeah, than it I seems, was. Yeah, I think, I think that was a misnomer, the word retirement. Yes. Just, I just say I'm just transferring my energies and, to indeed, things indeed, that I love indeed, to do. Indeed, and, and you mentioned, although you loved, loved your work, now you have the, perhaps the freedom and and just creativity to even expand further. And again, I made somewhat of a joke about very few people being able to work for 30 more years for the state. But, but I mean, let, let, let's give credit to, to, to politics in the way for kind of having it like a stability and an economic stream for people to be, to have that profession. Um, I think for me, it was just that I loved what I did. Good, um, good. And that I, I really had a great love and respect for the people that I worked with. That made life, because my whole thing Boy. was... Um, if I, I had several jobs before that, mm-hmm. and uh, my thing was if I go to work for two weeks and it, before I get to the door, I have a headache, mm-hmm. then I knew I needed to look for another job. Another job. And so, you know, that didn't happen at SATU, Substance Abuse Treatment Unit at One Long Wharf now. Boy. But it boy. didn't happen. I loved the people See? that I work with, and I loved what I did. You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show, and Couture Brand is with us. Couture, let's give a shout-out to some of the people at Satu that either you work with or that are there now. I always like people to, for community radio. For us, I guess, remember the people that that are that have really made strides and, mm-hmm. and invested their energy and their time and their spirit in making New Haven a better place. Yes. Um, the director, who is also a friend, her name is Donna LaPaglia. She's a clinical psychologist. Um, and she's at the helm, and she she's done a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Boris Mianja, he was the medical director, and we now have Dr. Muvala. That's mm-hmm. um, they're just doing tremendous. a wonderful job. Tremendous, and tremendous. Dorothy Ellison was probably one of those people way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Good, good. That uh, retired before I did, mm-hmm. and. I mean, just it was just fun to go to work. Should, should folks feel, uh, we talked a little bit before we came on air, about you may not feel that you're in need of help, but quite frankly, in my belief, if you're on the planet right now, you're in need, need of some help. So if someone feels a their family member or their church member or their 
uh, school member or even themselves might be in need of, might be dealing with some issues and the issues can be defined like forever, particularly in terms of addiction and, and mm-hmm. health and fatigue. And, you know, we have these different mm-hmm. words that kind of perhaps mask and disguise what the real problems might be. What are some tidbits or, or organizations or folks that you would kind of recommend and maybe give a little background about what those services are? Well, I think for our community, um, our issues kind of show up uh, in a different kind of way, or we recognize them in a different kind of way. And we kind of try to normalize them, but they're health disparities nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And communities of color, have we're at the top of the list in heart disease. We're mm. at the top of the list in obesity. We're at the top of the list in um, strokes. Mm-hmm. We're at the top of the list in, an, in too many things, mm-hmm. suicide even. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for us, we try to normalize it. And, you know, we say, oh, you know, they're just the, the neighborhood alcoholic yes, or yes you know we we come from big boned people mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or big lower extremities people as exactly. well. but I, i'm gonna stay from the male perspective right. just to bring it make it colorful so you know i think that um we really need to begin to look at that mm-hmm. and that it's not healthy mm. that it, it it never will be healthy and so um you know even if we just start walking circles mm-hmm. in our community just mm-hmm. walk mm-hmm. god gave us two legs um and it's free yeah, and the best, and act, actually, the best way to walk is really barefoot. But okay. you know, in this day and time, we can have you don't have to have the most expensive sneakers. Mm-hmm. Just have some covering for your feet mm-hmm. and start walking. We have some beautiful walking spaces. The track at Hill House is beautiful at Bowen Field. That's right, and That's it's right. a it's a forgiving track. That's right, Clemente has a nice track. Exactly, Wilbur Cross is a nice mm-hmm. one. Edgewood Park is great. Mm-hmm. Edgewood Park is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't cost a whole lot of money, and you can do it. All year long, the beaches are beautiful here. Mm-hmm. So I would say to people to walk, mm-hmm. and therefore you can talk. That was one of my rituals with my family. When my children were young, we would walk after dinner yes. and during the spring, Good. summer, and early fall. We would go for a walk as a family, and they remember that. We would tremendous, walk from, tremendous. You know, almost the Hamden line to downtown New Haven. Mm-hmm. They'd be like three and four years old walking three or four miles. Again, you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show, and Katora Brian is with us. Katora, give us a few more tips about if you want to take more, not necessarily proactive, because certainly walking is proactive, but some more technical or clinical help that might be available, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. talk a little bit a little bit about insurance as well. Um, some other things that are inexpensive are um, journaling. Mm. Like I'm a, mm. Journaling is a mm-hmm. very, uh, we've done research on how therapeutic journaling really mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. writing your thoughts down, putting them on paper. That's inexpensive, doesn't require any insurance, and it's free. Good point. Good point. Um, Going to places that will accept um, no insurance, like CMHC, SATU. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's places that will accept limited insurance, like uh, Maisa Akbar, Mm -hmm. Dr. Akbar's space on Blake Street at Integrative Health. Mm -hmm. Shout Um, out to her. We'll have her her on. She has a a new book coming out. They have a a wonderful um, organization there. And they treat veterans. They treat a number of different people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, there are some resources in the community. Um, you know, like I said, you know, I'm out in Hamden at the Connecticut Healing Center. And yes. also I'm affiliated with the, the Dr. Strawn has an interesting uh, uh, organization up in Berlin. And, um, you know, he's a he's he's running a really good shop. And his primary focus is treating those individuals that are struggling with opiate dependence. Mm, mm. And um, but he is he's really doing it in a way that 
that I think is healthy and it works. And, and we again, you listen to, to the Tom Ficklin show. We talked about Couture, and I want to you 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 pledged and you promised before we went on air. But I got to get your commitment on air since we got the YouTube, etc. You are coming back sometime in the fall. Yes, and you are going to apply the acupuncture to me. Mm-hmm, but you're going to have to take your earphones off. Okay, yeah. I can, Sam. Can we? We I think we can handle that. I think even Sam might even volunteer because we might be at school. Now, does that mean that because I'm my my mind tells me that I can use acupuncture. Am I saying to the public that I'm also an addict? No, you're not. What, um, what am I saying? Everybody has behavioral issues. I thought I was perfect. We, I know you did, okay. and you levitate sometimes. Okay. But our reality mm. is is that you know we can use the ear acupuncture. We're not body acupuncturists by a long stretch. We do not profess to be, mm-hmm. and we use this as an adjunct to treatment um, to deal with behavioral health issues. Everybody has them. I, I have some you're saying. On, yes, on the, I say, we all do. We all do. Oh, we okay. all do. Uh, whether it's could you, anxiety. Could you, could you make me feel a little better? Say if, like, anxiety, okay. Right. All right, like, what else? you know, right now I have magnets in my ears because I knew I was going to be on the air and I was going to be a little out. nervous. Okay. And um, so, you know. How about fatigue? Fatigue, absolutely. And acupuncture is one of those things that will balance it, balance you. Excellent. And when we think Excellent. about. You know, why the underlying issue is, you know, what is underneath the fatigue? Mm-hmm. Why is it that you're having difficulty sleeping? Mm-hmm. So that's where the adjunct to and treatment And how about too much in. sleeping? Some people sleep too much. Mm-hmm. And that's also a behavior issue. Okay, good. And so, so that's good. the balance with So anyone know, that sleeps could, could probably use acupuncture. If you, It's all about balance. Balance. Too much of anything is not good. I tell people, <laughs> Now you, you tell know. me that. Why did you tell me that 30, 40 <laughs> right, years ago? Right. So, okay, you know, now people, you tell me. You know, I think if people oh, can boy. think about balancing their lives, mm-hmm. that's really what's most important. Mm. And I try to use metaphors like the weather. Mm-hmm. You know, rain is good, but a flood is a problem. Mm-hmm. Snow is pretty for some Mm -hmm. but a blizzard creates an issue Mm -hmm. so you want to get somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. we're always trying to seek the balance in Mm -hmm. our life the you know god gave us this term that we call homeostasis Mm -hmm. which is the balancing of your systems and your body and that's what we should strive to do in how we live our lives say that again the homeostasis is the the balancing within our systems of our body and that you know our goal really in life is to have a more balanced life Mm mm-hmm so mm-hmm. that you're, we're not at extremes. It, mm-hmm. No extreme is good. Touch mm-hmm. is good. Too much touching is perverted. Mm-hmm. And it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So we're always trying to, to find that, that balance in our life, the yin and yang mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. Tremendous, tremendous. You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show and Katura Brian is with us. Katura, talk to me, and I really appreciate what you just mentioned. We were chatting before we came into the studio about the various, because you've been involved with this work for, for 30 years, the healing work with various modalities and techniques, uh, whether people today are more dependent upon something on the planet than ever before, whether it's been a kind of acceleration or whether we have oh, healthy interventions or more effective interventions than we've had in the past, kind of kind of blue sky or philosophize a little bit about your, your mm. perspective about the, the state of our global mental health. Mm. I just think where we are today in the world um people are stressed Mm -hmm. um the united states is probably the most stressful country in the world Mm. we don't Mm. honor time time out we Mm -hmm. don't honor um resting the mind Mm. you know in other countries they have siestas Mm. in other countries they have mandatory vacations Mm -hmm. um they support um people healing from you know major issues in their life whether it's the birth of a baby 
You go to France, you get, they, they expect you to take six months to a year off mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. for the family to adjust. This country, we are at a, at a crisis, really. Mm. Mm. We don't st- slow down. We don't shut down. It's considered almost that you're not healthy if you're not constantly moving. Mm-hmm. People are constantly on their phones. They're constantly... They don't shut down, ever. Let's, mm-hmm. let, let's just linger on that point for a second, because what you just mentioned, although this is you know, 2017, although if you, the Jewish calendar, you might have another kind of definition of chronology or a Mayan calendar or a Chinese calendar, but let's say it's 2017. Uh, could we could we have had this same discussion 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? No. Because so, you don't, technology has taken things to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. When we even think about how we use our brains, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, we were talking about that the other day. I used to be able to hold like 20, 30 phone numbers in my head. Mm. This is so-and-so's number. Now it's like I can't remember anybody's phone number, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, and we're constantly being asked to do more every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in my professional work. Yes, indeed. They would, you know, administration, I was part of that, but we would come in and we would say, okay, we're going to have to do more with less. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Other than stretching yourself mm-hmm. to do more with mm-hmm. whatever resources that are available. So, no, 20 or 30 years ago, our lives are very much slower. Mm-hmm. So, so that speed and that acceleration in, uh, of society. And chat a little bit on that same theme, if you will, about even, say, in the last, since you've just recently retired, how would you kind of characterize the last 10 years of clients that you've seen ter- in terms of the acceleration of the impact of society on their particular problems? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that, um, you know, people are, are always stressed around being productive mm. and their productivity. Mm. Am I doing enough? And, um, and then when you put the global stressors on, you know, over the last, I would say, year, year and a half, I don't think I have, a, have had a session without somebody talking about how stressed they are about the state of the world. Mm. And because mm. we are mm. being bombarded, you can be on TV 24-7 being bombarded probably with the same stressful news mm. hour after hour. And so I, sometimes the intervention is no TV. Mm. Mm. No mm. TV, no mm. radio for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's some, for some individuals, it's going through a withdrawal. Mm. To tell mm. them, okay, you have to commit to turning off your cell phone, or at least turning off the sound of your cell phone when you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because people are waking up, you know, in the middle of the night answering emails. This is mm. this is not good. So it disrupts the sleep cycle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, we, we there's things that you can do to, to calm down, de-stress. Mm. Um, you know, music. Mm-hmm. Is a good one. Music without words. I know people call it spa music, but mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there's there's music that you can buy that has different healing tones to it huh. for the brain. Oh, yeah, you know, humming, <laughs> carrying on the ohm, whatever. Um, but uh, <laughs> but know, you know, we need to. It's my show. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I get it. You, you get it. But <laughs> when you're you show, know, you can tell. People can buy that, you know, and that's that, that heals us a little bit different. Like I know I love my James Brown. Every now uh-huh. and again, I need to dance. Yes, but there's times when I just need to be still. Okay, trivia test. Trivia test. What's the long instrument that the Australian Aborigines kind of use? Oh, I know. I can see it. You can see it. It's long. It's it's either wooden or something, but and they blow out of it. Yeah. And so, what is the sound? Can you recall the sound? I think it's like a. Well, the didgeridoo is the Australian, yeah. so I have I have several. 
Oh, nice. And, and the sound is... Do share. And so, so the sound, literally, in my mind, is the original ohm sound. So if you hear the sound, it is literally the, the ohm, it's the ohm, mm-hmm. it's, it's that sound through the, so my contention from a, you know, a theory standpoint is that that original sound, and people talk about that being the original instrument, one of the, mm-hmm. one of the early instruments in, 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 in mankind, mm-hmm. but it produces the ohm sound. That is so relaxing it, to the brain. It's it's relaxing to the brain, and also the blowing of it mm-hmm. gives you kind of it because you have to to blow it. You have to mm-hmm. you have to ma- manipulate your lips and mm-hmm. your and your breath. Also helps to give you that sense of, of the prana, what mm-hmm. we call prana in other in other mm-hmm. traditions. So uh, uh, you're absolutely right. There's so many ways that we've kind of neglected kind of our ancient ways of survival, mm-hmm. uh, and then what is the impact of this this digital light age world? We even committing to just walking without your headphones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I see people walking, but they're wired. Yes. You know, who knows what they're listening to? Probably, you know, news or whatever. But to just go walk the beach and just listen to the waves and or walk, you know, sleeping giant. We have so many great places to just walk. The, the Farmington Canal, mm-hmm. beautiful, mm-hmm. peaceful. I know the uh, Yale Med students have kind of started something leaving from Gulf Street. I'll, put, I'll post that on the, on the yeah, on, on Saturdays. Just to walk. Mm-hmm. The, the female retreats, I shouldn't say female retreats, the holistic healthy retreats have always been kind of, have been around in America for a long time. I mean, if you think of Thoreau and, and, and Emerson and, and kind of the period there in the 1860s, 70s, and 90s in New England, uh, then if you think of like Crapolo and, and, mm-hmm. and Omega, et cetera. But you've had, you've been involved with our own New Haven Crapolo Omega Healing Retreat mm-hmm. Centers uh, at least a, about, about 10 years ago, and you've had several. Tell us about that, and I think you're going to probably be resuming some. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of choices out here in terms of how does, how does, how does one, if not necessarily find their bliss, but kind of start their path or maintain their path or, or even clear their path. But, but share a little bit about your involvement there in terms of re- retreats and, and your, and your uh, expectations and hopes to, and aspirations to kind of mm-hmm. create create some more um i've been working doing retreats with uh, a colleague um for 20 years perhaps we've been doing retreats off and on uh dolores brown d mm-hmm. brown as we affectionately mm. call her she's out of stanford a brilliant uh therapist um and so i've been fortunate enough to to partner with her on doing a number of things and um We've been doing this for off and on for quite a while yes. in between children and, and <laughs> careers. Um, so there's really nothing new on the planet. And, the, you know, we've tried to target um, professional women of color, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the more underserved groups. Mm-hmm. And even though there's a number of people targeting that, that, that uh, community, um, but we think that what we do is rather unique. And we really try to target their soul. Okay. I don't, I'm not, you know, I know that you're a proficient human being. I know you understand business. I know you can go out and make a million dollars. But what does your soul feel like? Mm-hmm. Are you at peace with your soul mm-hmm. and, and yourself? And that's really where we try to have a very experiential experience for them to get in touch with that area. So if I had a, a, a sex change and became a female professional and if I wanted to participate, that's supposed to be a joke tour. And if I, mm-hmm. but if I uh, <laughs> wanted to participate in some of your upcoming events, how would I kind of go um, about that? I would say, you know, contact me on my Facebook page, okay. Couture Bryant, mm-hmm. and um, just, you know, express your interest and you can message me. And um, express your interest yes. when, you know, hopefully we'll be doing one soon. 
Good. Um, good. Within before the, before the snow before the snow flies. Um. Well, I've had an uh, probably after the snow has flown. Okay. Because I've had a, a loss in my life, and I need to take care of some of that that business mm. that goes along with uh, a significant mm. loss. Mm. And so mm. I've mm. um kind of taken myself on a on a sabbatical for mm-hmm. the next couple of months mm-hmm. so that I can um, take care of my mom and get her situated. So and, your father passed away. Yes, my, my dad. Uh, let's. Uh, Again, you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show. Couture Brian is with us. Couture was kind enough to share some uh, thoughts, talking points with me. But just when you mentioned that, Couture, in terms of the loss in your life, it seemed, and I put on Facebook today about I love politics, but and I love national politics, local politics, state politics. Don't forget about even your water authority is a political entity. Your family is a political ent- entity. And I literally put down this morning on Facebook, and don't forget the politics of the family dynamic when someone passes away. <laughs> and literally this morning up around 7.30. Uh, let's talk a little bit, because you've been involved with the, the death and dying and just the healing and the, the need in terms of events. I know with Howard Hill, you've been involved with some events. Yeah. Let's just talk about that a little bit, because when I think of the show, and next next month, August, will be my second anniversary, and really a shout-out to the New Haven Independent and WNHH and Paul Bass for kind of securing the the low-power license to kind of provide this this free service worldwide. Uh but but talk a little bit about the fact that we could have a show just every week on death, dying, loss, yes. trauma, and even the death of your mother or father 20, 30, 40 years ago. Exactly. Not necessarily that ghost, but that memory, that DNA kind of residual kind of think and thought and, and impact on your neuropsychology is, is alive. The person physically, from a body standpoint, depending on your definition of body and mind and spirit, might be not necessarily visible, but the... the uh, the, the thought the thoughts thoughts are thoughts are alive you know thoughts, yes. th- thoughts have 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 a have mm-hmm. a life have a life to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Talk forever and a day talk about that if you like if you if well, you would one of the things that you know i do uh commend our collaboration with howard cahill and uh, we offer through howard's uh organization um uh, howard cahill funeral services he offers uh a group called the zola experience mm. Mm. and um and just, you know, talking and just trying to come up with the curriculum for that. Yes. And I think it's really kind of an ideal entry point for particularly communities of color because we handle death and dying in a very unique kind of way. And most of it, it's around silence. Mm, mm, <laughs> and then, mm, then it gets projected out mm, in overeating and, mm, and staying up for mm, days at a time or mm, sleeping it through or mm, just not really going through a process, not knowing how to go through a process mm-hmm, of letting go. Mm-hmm. And so the work that we do, if you're if you have been serviced by the Howard Cahill, you can call them and tell them that you're interested in signing up for the Zola experience. Mm-hmm. And it's only six sessions, five to six sessions, mm-hmm. and we just really the, the therapists are all licensed professionals, and we give you some ground groundwork mm-hmm. on how to begin your healing and recovery process. Mm-hmm. So and it's so crucial, and it's in so many dimensions whether it's catastrophic loss of a mm. child as a result of, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong mm-hmm. time or, you know, just someone's time was their time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, we all need help in just trying to figure out how do we begin that process. And the Zola um, groups mm. are a wonderful way to begin the process, but mm. that's exclusively with Howard Cahill. Mm. It's just uh, been a wonderful experience. For, for sure. And, and I, I, my mind jumped at that, although we hadn't talked about it ahead of time, just to, for people to see the, the, the breadth of your involvement. 
be for under the state umbrella, under your own umbrella, under your volunteer umbrella. Uh, I know you you ran for um, not mayor, but you ran for town clerk for town clerk, clerk as well. Yeah. We uh, we should I. Should we talk about that at all? Not, not really. That's an interesting experience. Right? Uh, and my whole motivation for doing it was probably not what people think. Well, uh, let's. We're, we are in the political season, and you, you referenced the, uh, the, 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 the 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 drama, and if not the tragedies, the certainly the ongoing drama that's that's emanating uh, out of D.C. That that kind of started on November sixth, and actually, I uh, teach Couture. At, I've had the pleasure of teaching at, at Gateway Community College. Started this past fall and this past winter, and we'll resume. Uh, this this late late August, and I wanted my first class in the, this past winter was can we talk about politics? The class is young people, old people hold mix. The answer is no. Uh-huh. The answer is no. And why do you think the answer was no? It creates too much stress. This was this was just just you know a political science major, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. for all of them, different ages, groups, races, sex, to all of them to say no, we can't. It's too much. I just can't. Right. I can't. I have no words. I, I can't. <laughs> Nonetheless, as the dictator of the class we did talk about politics but i but for example there was a fire and i'll get to you there was a fireman in the in the in the class and so if it's a matter of your municipality not having money for new fire truck or equipment i mean that's politics right so just for the mm-hmm. understanding you might not have to talk about kind of the tragedy from a in terms of a national identity standpoint but your local politics your taxation that those that's still politics also the purity of your water that your garbage etc so whether you want to talk about it or not there are people that are going to be impacting your when you leave this class mm-hmm. whether your trash is going to be picked up whether your water will be pure um whether the fire truck can get to your place and, and soon enough whether the ambulance service etc so i was able to kind of wedge it into that way but nonetheless the overall kind of angst about national politics was really just incredible um let's, let's go back to the, the the healing part in terms of the the death kind of thing because a lot of our ancient a lot of our traditions are are non-american cultures have talked about the, the honoring your your the spirits your, your ancestors the impact of yes they may not be visibly around mm-hmm. but they may be here right beside you. Mm-hmm. Well, is, that, is that a crazy statement to make? No, because that's one of the things that we focus on in the with the curriculum that I developed for Zola is talking about your legacies. You know, your legacy prior to that time and what do you want your legacy to be moving mm. forward? Mm. So as a lot of us, as human beings, you know, our ancestors mm. give us energy. Mm. And mm. I'm one that says they guide us. Mm. You know, it's energy. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you are uh, energy. And energy is not lost or destroyed. It's just recycled. Mm. Mm. And so mm. to say, you know, it's not, you know, sometimes we get misdiagnosed to say, you know, I, I spoke with my grandmother voices, yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I have said that. Mm-hmm. I spoke with my grandmother yesterday. She came to me in, in a dream mm-hmm. or she or she spoke to me spiritually. Yes. You know, um, and that's very real. But if you're from a different culture, that's why we do work around cultural competence. Mm-hmm. So you don't mm-hmm. throw this person into a, a place where they need to be medicated with some neural optic mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. said, you know, I communicated with my yes. my ancestors. Yes. It's like, you know, yes. I, we do that. Mm-hmm. And we think that that is very well and that is very powerful. And that is, you know, for me, from my perspective, that is equally as normalized as someone said, you know, I was in prayer. Perfect, 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 you know? perfect. I like that. And the, the you know, my, my, you know, I heard, I experienced God in, mm-hmm. in the presence. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, God is energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, yeah, I do speak to my ancestors. Perfect. I ask them for guidance. 
in, yeah, in my angels, you know. And the mm. angels are referenced in the Bible. They're referenced in all the religious books. That mm-hmm. We are blessed with angels, and the angels are energy. So. Tremendous, tremendous. You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show, and I have to say, Couture, that, that your statements are not in the reflection reflection of the ideology of the New Haven Independent, but they do re, they do resonate with my with my ideology. And again, that's the free, the freedom of expression, freedom of speech, and really just exploring new paradigms. And kind of, I'm really so excited, uh, Couture, about the show where the, our listener base is so is so broad. You have young people, old people, people throughout the United States, throughout the world, and kind of to hear that statement. If people want to contact you for further insight, for further communion, if you will, for for further using your services how might how might they do that um they can contact me on through facebook actually they can message me through facebook um bryant k-a-t-u-r-a-h bryant b-r-y-a-n-t that would probably be the easiest way because i'm traveling a lot recently and uh, i do i will tell you all i do check it about once a week so yeah, so, well, yeah, all right. I'm not a daily Facebook mm-hmm, uh, not daily addict, like anybody else that I might know or that, that you might know. <laughs> right. Do I post too much, by the way? No, you don't. Oh come I, on, I enjoy your I post posts. daily. That's all right. Several I, times, I, yeah, like but I multiple catch up, times. I catch up with you at the end of huh? the week. <laughs> you know, it takes you two hours to kind of <laughs> right. The other thing I wanted to, mm-hmm. to just throw in there is that you know I've been I would really like to connect with first responders mm. in reference to some of the work that I do and really to be able to. Do some training for oh, them good, so that good, they can be able to good, manage good. the work that they do because I truly honor them. And, um, you know, the NADA protocol is a, is a wonderful intervention okay, for tremendous, first responders. Tremendous, so they can tremendous, contact me as well. Tremendous. I'm going to send this link to Connor Minotaur. Connor will not, mention, will not mind my mentioning his name. Connor's a first responder in Brantford. was in my class this past winter and spoke about the least 10 times that he's that they've had to you know, they've gone on a, a site and have, have had to revive a person because of yeah, the problem. The stress. And, the, and, and, and then because of the, the, whatever, Narcan or whatever. Oh, yes. So they, yeah. and they had to go into the, and they, in the past, the Narcan, what they could immediately be available, but they recently had to go into the land. It's been locked up, so it's taken them mm-hmm. more time to get it out. And then the price of it has fluctuated like crazy. It's been exploited. And, and Connor is 26, and he's mentioned in class, I've asked him how many people he's saved. Mm-hmm. His answer was, "I don't have any idea. Of how, I don't recall how many people I've saved." So he needs to also but, understand but, that the but, energy that he but, has but, absorbed. But, but I understand how many people we've lost. we've lost. Yeah, and he's absorbed that energy as well. And and he's absorbed that energy as well. So we've and his and so he's talked about that experience, and it was a public speaking fundamentals of communication mm-hmm. course, and that experience was so profound mm-hmm. as a twenty six year old mm-hmm. for him to kind of. So what do you do with that energy? So what do you do with that energy? And those people that have experienced what Mayus is going to talk about is the urban trauma. Indeed. Or even the suburban trauma, because I treat people with suburban trauma mm-hmm. too, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're mm-hmm. people that live outside of the urban area, not, um, you know, devoid of such experiences. Indeed. So my question to ever to, particularly to those of them that are working as first yeah. responders, yes. Yes. is like, how do you de-escalate? How do you de-stress? Indeed. And, you know, this intervention could really... You know, the NADA protocol could really be helpful. Perfect. I, I, and they I, use it in yes. New York City. So See? after 9-11, that was one of the primary things that they did. They trained first responders. Perfect. Perfect. So, so so it's likely that you and Connor might be sitting in that seat. You and I might, so. might, might be chatting because I kind of got him to kind of quasi commit because I was so impressed by a 26-year-old having experienced so much of these life experiences, life and death, yeah. you know, firsthand. Yep. And uh, and being able to kind of, and, and he wants to be a nurse, by the way. 
Oh, does he? He's applied for the Gateway course to, all be, right. to become yes, a nurse. Yes, he does need to talk to me. So, Nursing so all, is a wonderful all, all profession. All of those, uh, it, so at any rate, uh, this is a shout out to you, Connor. Uh, as we kind of conclude, this is the Tom Ficklin Show. We got about three or, three or four minutes, and and uh, Couture, I want you to certainly have the, have the last word. Um, it's just so, so refreshing to kind of chat with you. We've talked about healing and modalities and, and ancestors and culture and belief systems and just embracing what and finding your finding out what what life kind of means and also exploring the mystery of life and how not to be uh, thrown off track even if you feel sometimes down and out so in, any kind of last words or comments or thoughts as we kind of conclude and really thank you for being on the show <laughs> well it's always a pleasure hanging out with you as i said in the beginning um and i'm looking forward to continuing the conversation because I just feel like, you know, we really haven't Absolutely. touched the... That's why you're going to coming back. That's yes, why you're coming we back. We really haven't yeah. touched the surface on a number of things that have impacted my life. And, well, and yeah, hopefully... T- t- tease, t- tease the audience. What uh, might be some of those? T- tease well, the audience. you know, just uh, taking the risk to do a TV show. Okay, TV show. Or... Um, running for... Running for public office. For public office. What was office? that like and what was that about? Mm-hmm. Um, the work that I've done with chill, with youth, like we, you know, the we didn't really Dutch. get to talk about the Double, double Dutch, Dutch experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to all my double Dutch girls mm-hmm. and guys. Um, Being involved with New Hallville uh, politics. Yes, that's that's still you know. Well, New Hallville, New Hallville. The history of right. New Haven can be written. Urban history of New Haven can right. be written just about right. writing about New Hallville. That's right. I, I'm on a first name basis with my alderman. I think I probably unlike you. I I text him or mm-hmm. email him mm-hmm. on a regular. Mm-hmm. You know, look, this is going on, and I think people need to feel empowered to do that. You, that's they, right. These people work for you. That's right. I don't know why. You know, we think that. You know, politicians are, this is their job. Yes. So when you ask me for a donation, I'm paying you to do mm-hmm. a job. I'm paying mm-hmm. you to do things. And I think that's one of the things we could spend an hour talking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. just feeling empowered mm-hmm. to confront P- your politicians. And political season is we're in the midst of exactly. New Haven local politics right. as well. So, you know, it baffles me that somebody could actually, you know, be in office for 30 years and do horrible things. Yes. yes. But how do you allow that? The, so, the, mm-hmm, the impact anyway. of divorce, impact of divorce, we could talk about. Yes. And, and why male, and, and what females obviously kind of sometimes deal with it, but males also have difficulty with how do they, they kind yes. of disguise their, yes. Yes. their, their actions in that exactly. regard. So, you know, I'm working with people that are, like I work with a doula group. I don't know if people probably know what a doula is. There's somebody that coaches you through labor and delivery, mm-hmm. pregnancy, mm-hmm. labor and mm-hmm. delivery. N- natural, natural childbirth. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, my daughter, she needs to come on this because she's doing a thing called Labors of Love. Hafisa? Hafisa, yeah. Reach out to her and, and yes. I'll give you some dates. And so we're going to look forward to having Hafisa. Will she be in town in August or September? Yes. Okay, so we'll, we'll have her back in September and in, in August or September. Uh, we'll have your crew. This will we'll turn this into be the, the Couture Brand show <laughs> with AKA Tom Fickler. Looking forward to it. I need co-host. Sam, yeah. thank you so much for being the, uh, uh, the in-house station manager. And we really, really appreciate everybody listening. And Katora, again, thank you so much for, for joining us th- this morning. You are so welcome. Thank you.